chaos is everywhere. Everybody, this is Jonathan Gilchrist here for Chaos the Final Frontier. Uh, as I will have explained on Wednesday, the show you haven't heard yet, uh, because of travel times and stuff for Chaos of Ringside and uh, Artie Vice having to uh, drive because he was actually there in the room with me for that one, I'm actually doing Star Trek the original series this week. We are doing the first, uh, well, actually, it's the second episode on Paramount Plus called The Man Trap. And uh, yeah, it's just you and me for this one. So I hope everybody's ready to enjoy, and um, I've got everything set up for you guys. So you want to be on the Man Trap, which on this one would be Season 1, Episode 2. Technically, it's the first one with Kirk. We can talk about it, but uh, let's hit play in 3, 2, 1, play. There we go. And uh, there's the Enterprise. So one of the things I had to debate with myself, because I've actually never seen the original series, is how much to research for this Um these episodes when I do them solo because I'm kind of playing both roles as the person that doesn't know the original series and the person that knows Star Trek. Um, so I'll throw in stuff that I like know throughout the thing but it won't necessarily be specific to this episode because I don't want to ruin the episode for myself. Looking for Dr. McCoy and his wife Nancy Crater. So anybody that watched the the first episode of the original series that I did as a bonus episode for everybody, it's actually the original pilot that wasn't the original pilot. This is the pilot that aired in 1966, uh, but this is the first episode with Kirk, McCoy, Ahura, like pretty much everybody except for Spock. He's the only real big cast member that was kept for the next episode. Of course, Captain Pike, uh, who does Strange New Worlds, was in the uh, original pilot. Professor, are you there? Man, look at all, how high-tech those uh, cassette players are. I don't even know what those were made out of, because that's what they look like to me, but this is way before a cassette player. Awkward. I mean, that's not the worst way to be greeted by an ex. You have, McCoy. You've gotten very old. Am I imagining things, or did her, did she, like, her hair looks a little gray. Oh, okay, she looks different for everybody, okay. Am 
Why don't you go wait with the ship, Darnell? Fucking Darnell. I don't like it. I don't like it. Clearly shenanigans afoot. I wonder why this episode's called The Man Trap. <laughs> kind of remind and everything's stolen from Star Trek, so it's probably just why it reminds me. It reminds me of the Futron episode with Leela getting engaged and the guy's a shapeshifter. Alright, so I don't do Artie Vice's level of artistic um, integrity, but what I did do was I looked up the actual lyrics, and that is what I'm going to read to you guys during the theme credits for the Star Trek. So you'll know the lyrics very well by the time we're done with this. Seek out new civilizations, and boldly go where no man has gone before. Beyond the rim of the starlight, my love is wandering in starflight. I know he'll find me, find in the star-clustered reaches love. It's literally what it says. Strange love, a star woman teaches. I know his journey ends never. His Star Trek will go on forever, but tell him while he wanders his quarry, see, remember me. Or, I'm sorry, remember, remember me. God, that's horrible. Um, so, yeah, the story behind that is really simple. Gene Roddenberry wrote those really quickly because with those lyrics that were never used in the show, he got 50% royalties on the theme song for Star Trek. So, I'm going to continue reading those every week, just so everybody can get that square in their head. And by every week, of course, I mean every so often when we actually do these episodes. Heroic and the Intrepid Doctor. And my wife alone. God! Why is everybody in the future such dicks? <laughs> Kirk, don't be a dick about the whole plum nickname. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. It's, it's, we, we all saw Nancy. That's it's completely normal.
Oh, one of the things I didn't get to do because the, the thing is so short, because there's no reason I can't do it for the show. Uh, this episode originally aired September 8th, 1966. Uh, weird thing, which I think I did for the the pilot, the episode we did last. Um, it's because it was like a forgotten pilot, it first aired in like 1988. So... But of course now it's much more big in the canon because they used it as the jumping off point for Strange New Worlds. <laughs> Leonard, isn't it? I'm just waiting for him to be like... Sorry, you can see the fucking budget uh, for this futuristic sci-fi when, like, the ton depressor is still a wooden popsicle stick. Oh no, the guy that I've never heard of and no one's ever seen before, even in the original, is dead. Who would have thought? Actually, that probably would have been pretty shocking. What? I wonder how often people died in TV shows in 1966. Dead Jim. Excuse me, everybody. Well, I was feeding him this fruit that is completely unknown, and he just, you know, gobbled it up and died. I was just, you know, seducing him. Then I... I mean, I believe her. I don't have any reason to believe anything weirds going on. If I was a Starfleet officer on a strange planet, I would just start eating any fucking fruit I could find. As everybody that's been watching Voyager with us knows very recently, you know, if it looks like an apple, it's probably an apple. And no way will it make your groin explode. So, I feel like it's all settled here. Fuck, we have another dead one. <sighs> Who? Oh, you know, I... Okay, so I've been watching some, like, behind-the-scenes stuff of Star Trek. Just general. Like, you bet you didn't know this is about Starfleet on YouTube. Um... I think I know what the creature is, and there's actually a callback to it in Lower Decks, which I haven't watched, but they brought it up. I'm going to be very interested to see if that's the uh, creature that they're dealing with. But also, a little fascinating thing I learned is that if you look at the ship, you'll 
almost never, well, you'll never see the left side of the ship. Um, you, because the model, the way they had it set up is the left side is where they put all the cords and shit for the model. So you, they only ever shot it from the right, and if they ever had to show the left, they would just reverse the image and move the decals. So they didn't create the Hora Spock relationship out of whole cloth in the uh, movies. I take it. Yeah, a horror. Nice establishment of Spock's like non-emotion. Sorry, that's my cat, everybody. She likes to be a part of these recordings. Similar to Earth's Nightshade family. Yeah, Jim, I know what alcoholic poison looks like. You know, how do you think Pike got off the ship? And that other doctor guy that nobody remembers. It should. It's a big part of it. Do, 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 do. I don't know if that was insensitive or not, but okay. Dispensary to Captain. 
can't trust the speaker. Another, I don't know if it's true for this. This might be the next generation, but I think it might be true for the original. Um, it's one of those things that you won't be able to unsee once you see it. I know it's true for next generation. If you watch, because the doors on set were so loud, uh, basically the, uh, the actors could never talk while the doors are opening or closing. So, like, and I've seen clips of it, it's like, uncanny. And the whole point is that they can't, it makes it easier to cut out that sound of the actual doors, put in the space age sound, so that they don't have to go around the dialogue. Salt tablets. We need fucking salt tablets. Man, do I love salt tablets. He won't either. Kirk will kill you. Oh no. There's another random two guys that we've never seen before. Yeah, like, obviously, we would already know. We've been here for five years. Get the fuck out. Salt tablets, please. Oh, my God. Whatever his name was, lost, died because of salt loss. Mysteries, sir. I don't believe in them. It's definitely a salt tablet. I want to make fun of the fact that it's like something so simple as salt, but it, it would be kind of important in a place where you couldn't get it. Damn you, Kirk. Damn you all to hell. He's run off. I mean, he's not really running. He's more of a... Oh, no.
Oh, they really specifically built those ruins right there. Professor Crater. I wonder if he's dead. One of the things I know from the uh, actor who plays McCoy, whose name I can't remember at the moment because I'm fucking stupid, uh, is that he had to come up with like, different ways to say he's dead. That's not crewman green at all. I have to say, I've never looked up the list, but Kirk is not starting off well with, like, crewman deaths on his watch. Considering this is his first episode and we've already got three dead. That's like a whole season of dead crewmen in, uh, like, later shows. be in trouble. Kirk speaking. Three to beam up. Also, uh, Green is looking pretty antsy, and I wish somebody would just looked over like, Green, what the fuck are you doing? One of those interesting little tidbits I learned is that when they were making the next generation, they tried to save money wherever they could by reusing props from the original Star Trek because it was already there. Uh, one of the things that they could use that wasn't as, um, wasn't, didn't look as dated is actually the transporter room. They just flipped it upside down, and that's the same transporter room that's in the next generation. Bridge. My god, you look salty. Still not 100% sure how food worked on the Enterprise. Like this Enterprise. Like, this is before replicators, so they go to, like, a fucking uh, cafeteria. Well, there's three more dead. I thought I thought it would kill all three of them. How about that? Oh god. Hmm. 
She's just taking her lunch for all sorts of a walk. really another one of those little facts just in general um, as most people probably know that watch Star Trek that George Takei is uh, as gay and um, in the new newest movies with J.J. Abrams movies they uh, made the character Sulu gay but actually George Takei was against it because not because of he wasn't like all for gay um, inclusion in fact he asked Gene Roddenberry I think back in the original series here to have a gay character and a Apparently Gene said he would love to, but he didn't think he could get it past the networks, which, to be fair, as much trouble as they had in the fucking 90s getting stuff past the networks, I can imagine. Um, but the reason he was against it was because Sulu wasn't thought of as gay by Roddenberry, so it just he thought it was betraying Roddenberry's vision for that character. I don't know. I don't know. I, on the one hand, I see his point, like... Maybe it would be more to make a gay character like a brand new gay character. That would be more in keeping because that's something Gene Roddenberry wanted to do but couldn't. But at the same time, I don't see why because I feel like that honors. And maybe that's part of it, maybe because George Cage just doesn't feel like he deserves it or he doesn't think of himself like we think of him as the fans. But it like honors him and honors Gene Roddenberry's want for inclusion at the same time. So I like it, and uh, you know I I respect George Takei's feelings, but I just yeah found that very interesting that that was his stance. This guy's really having a lot of trouble like finding somebody to kill for their salt. A horror might be pretty salty. Ahora. Do I know you, Krimmer? Spoke Swahili. I know she like knows like 15 or whatever languages, which I learned from Strange New Worlds. Like she knows a ridiculous amount of languages. Maybe Swahili was supposed to be her native language. Attack the bomb this time. I'm really glad that they're they're making a point not to kill off too many people. Like you couldn't kill off a horror in Sulu anyway, but still.
He had those red pills really handy. In case you couldn't sleep. I'm really confused on why he hasn't been able to find somebody to attack at this point. Like, how long does it take to, like, it seems like it happened pretty quickly on the planet. How long does it take to drain somebody of their salt? I wonder why it took, like, why the, the change. Like, the pilot is much different than this. It's much more, um, I don't know. Like, there's not, there's one definite lead in the pilot. The other characters feel very ancillary to Pike. And this one definitely feels like McCoy is as important as Spock, is as important as Kirk, is as important as Ahura. So maybe that's what they thought they needed, it was just more of a, uh, a, um, we're looking for menagerie and that's how they decided to change it for the, the second pilot you don't look like you did when he saw you first you look like the older version It's been a while since I watched the first reboot Star Trek. I wonder if Nancy is the wife that he that uh, Bones is leaving when he meets Kirk in that movie. Well, she got somebody. Bum, bum, bum. That's four for Kirk in his first episode. It's nothing. Just go to sleep. It's not like you're the ship's doctor or anything. Oh, look at that. Precious silt. wonder if she's going to turn into McCoy. Like, I know the knuckle thing's how we're supposed to know it's when it's the alien. 
them. Like, why? Why the knuckle thing? Is just a nervous habit? Or does their whole species do the knuckle thing? Bones, no! Why, Bones, why? Buck, if you have to use your Vulcan uh, nerve pinch, that'd be great. Oh no, Green's dead too. A minute. Shatner had that uh, communicator flip thing down from Jump Street. Constellation class, known for its heavy bits of radiation. Uh, that guy doesn't care anymore about the fucking planet being destroyed for his archaeology. I'm so happy, I don't mind dying. Here we go, Kirk. I have to, uh, I respect Nimoy's reverse serpent crawl there.
It was so weird and smelly. It smelled like alien smell. Smelly, smelly poodoo. Serpentine, serpentine. Shatner's precision footwork there was something to behold. I don't know much about army crawling, but I feel like your butt shouldn't be that high up in the air, Shatner. The, um, if you, like, the rocks that are supposed to be huge heavy stones, you can tell are made of foam because you can see how they move as they touch them or come near them. She was called the Time Lord. This used to be Gallifrey. Or the humpback whale. That might be important later. Yep, Nancy understood, all right. That was probably a year, because that's when your output of fucking things went weird. Doesn't really seem to matter right now. Yeah, maybe if you beamed up a buffalo, it would start killing the people too. So, I mean, it doesn't seem very fair. Apparently the original model for the Enterprise is in the um, Smithsonian, I want to say. I would go and see that in person if I could.
Man, those red pills are no joke. Dr. McCoy, plum, if you will. I mean, it might be very handsome, for all you know. I'm really interested to see, at the end here, if we get to see the creature in full effect. Because one thing Mr. Vice has been very impressed with, and has always been a really big part of Star Trek, is their makeup work so and the original series had its hit and misses so we'll see where, where it goes you're a meanie Kirk Sorry, I can't. So, wait. So, okay, I get it. He, I mean, he gave up on Nancy pretty fucking quickly, but whatever. He and this vampire have a relationship. He just said he could see in all forms, so he knows it's sitting right there? Uh, 
Anyway, sorry if there's more silence than usual. Like I said, I'm playing both parts, so I am trying to actually learn about the show as I watch it. But I am adding in stuff as I can think of it. Not to the dispensary. What happened to the weed? I'm impressed they had the green blood down so early. Yeah, Vulcan blood salts are completely different than human blood salts, although he is half human, but I'll still take the blood salts to be different. No, Jim. That was anti-salt tablets. Yeah, I wish I had brought my own gun. Also, I don't know why the captain let her just, like... Dude! He's Spock. He's part Vulcan. He's much stronger than a human. If he's beating a woman like that, she would react more than a head bob. I really want to see this thing. There we go. Is actually pretty like especially for the time that's a pretty good uh makeup job it looks a lot better than like the the gorn will later I yeah i'd say this has more action more like excitement and you know Suspense, the fact that you don't know who the alien is. I can see why this pilot worked while the other one didn't. Yeah, 
besides the fact that we all love Kirk and McCoy and, you know, Spock and everybody. Oh, good job, McCoy just killed an entire species. So, Kirk killed four, had four of his crewmen killed in his first adventure. I don't know, four people just out of the crew, not to mention the alien. Not much of the doctor we came here to see. Warp one, Mr. Sulu. Thanks for putting the rear view mirror for us so we can watch the plant go away. Alright, there's um, the episode. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I think it was a really good sequel to the the thing. And like I said, I really do see a, um, a reason why this pilot got picked up where the other one didn't really work. So that was a lot of fun. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, th this Wednesday, we've already recorded everything for this week. So this Wednesday is Casper Inside, where it was me and Mr. Vice in the same room at the same time. And we uh, were talking about all things full gear. Spoiler alert, I was more right than he was. So I get to say, na 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 boo boo. Stick your head in doo-doo. Um, but then on Thursday, there will be a new format of We Are Chaos, which I've talked about a couple times now. Listen to the prediction show. Uh, it's basically a list. It's like if you ever read one of those lists for whatever the hell those websites are called, like you know, top five episodes of this show, or like the ones I was talking about for this, like facts you didn't know. That's sort of what I was going for. And um, yeah, it's, this one just happens to be the top five saddest Simpsons episodes according to my own um, metric. They won't all be sad episodes when I do stuff like this, but. Uh, there's a specific reason. If you listen to the episode, I go into detail why I'm doing that. So check that out. And then next week, on uh, Monday, will be the episode of Deep Space Nine that was supposed to be this week. Uh, the second part, which I believe is called Paradise Lost of the Deep Space Nine episode that we started a couple weeks ago. And then next Wednesday, if I can get it all worked out properly, it should be um, in honor of... Uh, Jason David Frank, who just passed away, as I'm recording this the, yesterday, um, in honor of him, we are going to do the Green with Evil uh, arch, and it's going to be one episode, all five episodes. Um, I don't know exactly how the recording's going to work out. I don't think it'll be all three of us for the whole thing, but I think it'll be all three of us um, involved in the project. 
I'm not exactly sure, so I don't want to say more. I don't know how we're going to end up working it out, but I'm like 90% sure it won't be all three of us for everything. But it should still be a lot of fun. I look forward to doing these episodes. I wish it was for a better reason, but I can't think of a better time to honor the memory of somebody that you know, made all of our childhood so special. And the real, like, I, if you had to, like, put a, a face to, like, who's the most, like, Power Ranger influential person of that franchise. I don't think you go much further than him. He was a Power Ranger more seasons, and he loved doing it uh, to the point where he was funding a movie to explore the Lord Dragon uh, storylines, which I think got funded and made, so we should still get to see that, which I'm I'm looking forward to as a final goodbye. But yeah, check that out. And uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for the theme song. Follow me on TikTok at LastGokers1. Follow the show at Chaos Everywhere on Facebook. Uh, you can also write the show with any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions at uh, chaospodshow at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon, everybody. Keep looking for my love among the stars.